Welcome to the dungeon. Here we are. Uh, no, we didn't. I, I got you muted right now. They can't even hear you right now. Now they can hear you. Uh, no one wants to hear me talk about dingleberries. I tell you, what happens in in the quietness of the of the Zoom chat is terrifying sometimes. Um, so, oh wow, what a mess! Dougal must have started typing that like five minutes ago. Hey, wanted to pop in and say I'll be missing this session as I don't want any spoilers until I've caught back up to the current session. That's fair. Been working all the extra shifts, even handed my notice. Oh, for the last shift, finally the other day. Felt sort of good. Oh, That's that means good. she's going to Japan. Uh-oh. My manager threw a tantrum and began basically crying because they are getting new hires versus keeping me. Hope the session goes well. No spoilers. I'm hoping no one has died. Um, you probably should catch up on some episodes. Yeah. Uh, fingers are hella crossed. Um, and then we got Mr. Lace. All of you look so festive. We are festive. <laughs> Man, BMB, I actually did want to do a giveaway tonight, but like I completely slipped my mind. Like the older I get, the harder it is. We, we, we'll do one, we'll try to do one of those like the first episode. This is episode 50. 50! Okay. Yeah. Right on the mark. 50. Um, no, don't do it. I'll fight. Um, I just hope, uh, Duga, I just hope you're not attached to Marsland. Um, anyways, <laughs> Wait, so... what? <laughs> uh, who is, that's not very who is attached to Marsland? So, I mean, yeah. really. So in January, um, Rude. team, we'll, we'll, we'll need to come up, we'll come up with something that we can, we can do a giveaway on. We'll do a giveaway as our first episode in the new year. Uh, and that'll be on uh, New Year's Day. Uh, we will not be. Uh, we may do a Wednesday stream next week because, I mean, who cares? But we're not doing a D&D &D stream on Christmas. Um, we're not doing any stream on Christmas. So um, there is that <laughs> blue ball sector. <laughs> wow. Wow. Press F to pay respects. That's right. Glad to have everyone here tonight. Uh, obviously, this is our Christmas one. Um, so we're some of us are festive. Others of us worked all day and didn't want to so that's fine i did not i did not work today so i am fine uh we're glad to have everyone so we're gonna get into it you know there's still time left there's still time left and i'm gonna pop this up here uh if you want that that new gwenton merch it is there it is available on the merch store uh if one of you guys can do the exclamation point merch i think that should load up there um Get a t-shirt for your loved ones. Um, we, um, there we go. That works. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Wombat Warriors on a 10 stream streak. Okay. Oh, it popped up. <laughs> Only 10? I think it's, I think it's been more than 10. <laughs> I, I don't know how, I think I, cause I missed like a Wednesday stream once in a while. Oh, it, it um, resets. Also, while you're there, there, Dougal, there's nothing going on. This is banter. About, <laughs> and they're they're trolling, and um, don't forget to pick up your beer quest shirt. Uh, you can support three different uh, content creators: Half S Beer Review, B and B, and this one, Seven uh, D. Uh, so with some great artwork on that shirt and some Seven Dungeons on the. I need to get mine. I I have not purchased mine yet, so I need to get Stay mine. Same. I was waiting for a possible new Christmas T-shirt before I bought anything. So, Do you know what uh, this also is the anniversary of? What 
What is this? This is my tenth episode as a regular cast member. Is it really? Is it only ten? Yeah. Is it only? Yeah, been only 10? ten. Is I I had two guest star episodes, and then you guys made me a cast member. Okay. So it's my twelfth episode overall, but it's Dang. my tenth as a member of the cast. Way more than ten. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. A lot's been going on, right? So right. Yeah, we're still glad to have you. Um, for but sure. Yes, I I haven't had time to sit down and draw anything. <laughs> no, you're good. I, I can't have that happen, uh, but we will get you on there. Um, wait for me to move to Japan. Might be cheaper. Might be. Uh, so yeah, swing by. You can pick up those those shirts in the store. Uh, the Christmas one. We we need to make some modifications on that, and it just time has not been on our side. Um, as unfortunately, we don't do this for a living, so we all have regular jobs we gotta we gotta do and people to take care of. So. Uh, we'll get one out eventually um, for next year, so we'll we'll have that. Um, there is a and b this week. Uh, I just grabbed a random one, uh, Banter and Babble, that I had in the inventory there because it had Monarch on it, and Monarch's been great. Uh, that last episode was, a, was awesome. Um, they're going to be doing kind of a year in review and some favorite this and that, so you don't want to miss that. The last B&B of the year um i believe i'll get corrected if not pretty sure that's true um so that is wednesday at nine o'clock and you can join us for some gaming of some sort and then we will slide right into <laughs> yep it is the last one of the year last one of the year. what is that in a the duck <laughs> i was coughing i was coughing like, like this oh I thought it was a duck. I'm like, who brought Sorry. a duck? <laughs> no, I was trying to cover my mouth when I was coughing. There's your clip, uh, Marslin, for Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> quack, quack. And then, uh, as always, uh, I have as, uh, we just I just grabbed one of him uh, uh, as well. He hasn't been able to put some stuff out because this is a really busy time of year for him. So thank your delivery people and all that stuff. This is a rough time of year for those folks. But check out Half S Beer Review as well. Um, as he's surviving the holidays. So Monarch has been good. Monarch has been great. Uh, wait, New Year's Eve is on a Sunday or Monday. New Year's Eve is on a Sunday. Um, and by the time our show starts on Monday, you should be recovered from Sunday night. Should be. Because mm. <laughs> most gonna, of us have I'm to work be, the next I'm going to be, yeah, I'm going to be traveling that day. So it'll be hit or miss in a second. How is it the youngest guy in the group's the one like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to be recovered or not? Well, because he's a youngest. Pretty the hardest. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like, I, I'm going to be so slammed New Year's Eve, but by 7 o'clock the next night, I'll be fine. What, what they I'm tell really you the Gatorade for? trick yet? I mean. <laughs> <laughs> With a Gatorade and towel all next to your bed? Right. <laughs> right, right. So, uh, yeah, so that's that's all going on. And as always, coming up, and this is this is going to get hot, uh, Midland Mall Comic Con, March 2nd and 3rd. It will be here before you know it. So we're going to have to start getting stuff ready for that. Uh, but you don't want to miss that. Stop by. I've already seen some exciting things. We're going to be in a new location this year. So definitely come out and see us and Banter and Babble and half SB Review and all the gang uh, while we're out. Not all this gang. We all can't make it. But most of us will be there. Half. Yes, ish, one. The good-looking half, four. at least. Yeah, yeah, all but two. So, um, did he say girl? 
Bantam <laughs> <What? laughs> um, <laughs> Babble just trolling people as always. Uh, <laughs> that's fine. I thought I had something else. Um, hopefully, I, all of you got your, your Christmas shopping done? Just general poll here? Uh, about to start soon. Yeah, me too. Oh, you know how Amazon <laughs> is. Three gifts yeah. left to buy. That's it. Selling people's yeah. products as a third party and then never send it. Yeah. yeah. Just do yeah. all my shopping through Timu and just, you know, oh. <laughs> this dude is hooked to Timu and you can't even look at his account because he's got some questionable stuff that pops up. You have up, to be but... very careful when you're searching that Timu. Do not click on anything that you might be slightly curious about what in the world it is. Nightly hello Oof. before diving into Call of Duty. Well, enjoy Call of Duty, the duty. Mm-hmm. Get, get your duty on. Um, finish my Christmas gifts beginning of November. Man, y'all are on top of this. So, there, I signed in. <laughs> um, shout out to Cup of Coffees Now. Co- coffee, Cup of Coffees Known. Thanks for the follow. <laughs> Appreciate you coming by the dungeon and uh, stopping by. I hope to see you in chat but i think oh by the way josie wales is back welcome back josie wales yes yes i i I, uh sent a message make sure so you get to see how we're actually streaming dnd today and yes (laughs) and it's it's gonna be eventful it's gonna this is gonna be a good uh this will be a good episode so you guys got anything if not we're gonna get started I finished, no! the, I finished Brandon Sanderson's new book, The Defiant, which is the end of that series, and was really good. So highly recommend. Okay, there. That's a sci. That's a sci-fi book. All right, there you go. There's a book recommendation for this holiday season. Wow, Dougal's really on on top of stuff. That's awesome. Um, all right. Well, without further ado, let's get into this. Ho ho ho. Let's get some music going here. Are we still okay. only in Act One? We're in Act Half. Yes, you are. In, <laughs> you, you are still in just Act One. Yikes! All right. Last week, the party 
investigated the upper levels of Tanis Simprum, finding a few items from the former leader there. They they found their way down into the mines, where they were met by some curious... It's kind of loud. Creatures as well as the leftover dead from long bef- long ago. Traveling deeper and deeper within the mine, they came upon an old wizard's study where they found another book from the Shadow Spark Chronicles and a strange staff. Proceeding even deeper in, they landed at a massive cavern wordplay where they looked around for a while and decided to have a rest (sighs) I know you've been talking to Jeremy I didn't talk to Hunter (laughs) me it just looks like old words (laughs) (laughs) the whole map doesn't look like over this journey down the fallopian tubes I mean, that's where the gold's through. Ready for biology class, everybody? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Biology. Sitting around the campfire, Justinian summons his new companion, which is a... We're going to make it a rat. A rat. A rat. rat. Yep. Do you know how many diseases are in rats? (laughs) It's a familiar... It's a magical rat. It's a magical rat. All right. What would you like to do before the next morning? Now, first things first. Does Justinian tell the party about the rat? Because if not, it's going over the side. We I literally cast the spell on my hawk and turn it into a rat. In yeah, front you of would. You. De- you would definitely <laughs> see him. Okay, I just want to make sure. <laughs> oh, it's literally, it's an hour-long ritual to cast this thing. This this is Oz we're talking about. This is true. He's still thinking about the card of gold down the hall. (laughs) Do we see like the the hawk like morph into a rat over this hour? Basically, it'd be like Willow where where she's changing into different animals. You would just see like into. Just idiot, you idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Great, now my rat sounds like freaking Marslin. All right, so are we? We're all rested. We're in the middle of just sleeping. No, okay. Are Are you sleeping? Are you any discussions going on? If not, it's morning. Okay, I think we'd be good for it to be morning. Yeah. All right, it's morning. Uh, Bishop Oz, um, you would be up first. Yep. Uh, So I'll wake up just the same old thing. I'll wake up Bishop. It's his turn to watch. Um, and then go to, and then rest. Okay. You got, you don't see anything. Yeah. It's a dark, yeah. empty cavern. So, yep. all right. Well, which way shall we go? So we go that way to the uninteresting side of this cavern with a lever going down, or shall we go to the other side? And I'll point at the sides of the gold with a giant minecart full of gold. Where shall we go? I'd like to go check out the way with the gold first. 
Also, a third option, as I point directly in front of us. <laughs> Since we it's, spent all, you know, it's good portion quite a bit of time moving, moving that, this. <laughs> Something we could do, Marzen, if you have your mind's eye thing, is send it across to see what's over there. Because did I? Did we see the Rockney Bridge? Or was it only Bishop who knew about the Rockney Bridge? I told. I told you guys. Told when you. I okay. Came back. Okay. Because that bridge might not hold all of us trying to get across right now. Yes, my eyes is right here. I can just send it along. Quentin, if you jump off the side, slowly drop. Can we pull you up with a rope? I mean, I don't see why that wouldn't work. Do we know how de- how far the drop is? Do you have a rope far enough? That, that is the problem. That's about 30 feet. <laughs> I look down the hole. It's around 30 feet. Does it look around 30 feet? <laughs> I'm not even going to skill check that. <laughs> I'm gonna, can I can I take a rock and cast light on it and just drop it over? It's yes. like there. You absolutely okay. can. So, um, D100, right? Because that's a yep. verbal. That is a verbal. Yep. Uh, 89. Uh, you're good. Okay, so I'll cast light on the you know the biggest rock I can that is the size I can cast it on and drop it over. That's okay. not gold, is it? <laughs> As he says that, yeah. you just lightly toss it over and you see it. You can see um, the the side walls of the, the cavern glittering back at you uh, as there's gems embedded in the stone here and, and veins of gold as it goes down and down until the light ceases to be seen from where you're at. Quinton, I don't have that much rope. We, we don't hear it hit something? No. Sick. <laughs> it's still falling to this day. Well, I suggest we don't send Quinton over. Ball, right? I, uh. <laughs> I, I think we should abstain from taking those uh, precarious pulleys all the way down that shaft. Well, if those pulleys are made or dwarven made like they should be considered where they are and they're in good operational they you haven't even work. seen them yet what are you just oh it's a dwarf so it's a dwarven made so it must be good so you must never use anything from dwarven made huh you racist bastard <laughs> <laughs> skeptical because that's a long ways down. Much, uh, much longer. DM, while they're so. going through this, I would like to cast my daily mage armor on myself. That is only we, only we had a being that could fly. Go ahead and roll up your uh, D100, too, with that. Yep, there okay, it is. Same. Justinian, if we throw your rat over the side, will it be able to report to us what has happened to it? The, it, the, it depends on how much health it has when it reaches the bottom. I mean, does your does your familiar have a soul? Well, that's really what I'm concerned about right now. Because if it doesn't, then I'd rather, then I'm okay with it. But if it does, then 
You know, I'd rather not throw it. Did Marslin ever answer my question? Do you have Featherfall? I, I do. He's <coughs> 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 very sick. <coughs> I'm assuming an eight doesn't pass while I try to cast my no. mage armor. Sick. No. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm having a hard time talking. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't have feather fall rates now, no. Oh, okay. Well, I I think the best course of action then would probably be to uh, send your, your orb thing to scout out that one direction, and then if we don't go that way, we take the risk on the pulley system. Just send my orb straight down and see what happens. Oh, it can go down? It, so, up uh, to 300 feet, I think you said yeah, last it's time? Can, it can get up to 300 feet away from me. I don't think it specified an elevation limitation, but let me no, check. As long as it's 300 feet away from you. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to send my orb over the edge. Okay. Like over the edge to this other down over the edge like Oz is talking about or across the platform sorry we've talked about two things right. where would you uh, like me to send my orb across the platform first if you don't mind very well Quinton and just this dim glow will start to move over the bridge okay it moves across the, the chasm and until it's over the, the rock that's on the other side uh you can see that there is a, a cavern there that kind of has a, a, a faint glow, but uh, continues onward. Okay. Um, can I assess the... Uh, does the, the bridge look like it could withstand a party going over it, from what I can see? That would be your assessment. <laughs> Okay. I a, do not trust the structural integrity. How much, how much of time plywood. are you spending like going around the bridge, looking at the bridge? You're taking your eye, or, I mean, are you going underneath it and looking at things? Um I will look at it from the top into the side. Uh and um yeah, I'm looking I'm looking for things that look splintered or fractured. Uh or otherwise not straight, things that look slightly caved in. So it's... When it was built, it was built well. Um, now, knowing that, I mean, it, it is of dwarven build. Uh, it has also been here an extremely large amount of time. Visible... I, I mean, it, it's holding together. Uh, it doesn't look like... It was. It wasn't just randomly assembled. Um, and as I go over with my dark vision, can I see any other way of getting to the other side? Nope. Bridge looks good. Well, that's good to know. Uh, do we want to check out the? 
heart that you found last night first, Oz? I mean, I Our, think it would be fine to go and check out the cart. I mean, I would like to remind you that the last time we touched something in a cart, we did have a creature come out at us. But it's dwarven made, so it should be fine. <laughs> the gold's not dwarven made, you damn elf. But the cart is. Uh, real quick, this this flower that we think is cinder bloom right here on this dead person. Mm-hmm. Is it like petrified? Petrified, or is it just like no. wilted? Just wilted, dry. If you touch it, it's just gonna crumble. Damn. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll just lead the way over here, and I think to keep Bishop calm, we should not take the bridge as well. At least not right now. No bridge. You cannot take actions during this time. I'm sorry, I do not have the ability to take any actions right now. I'm feeling very tired. Okay. So you're, are you all going over there? Yes. Might as well. Okay. Gwenton, I'm guessing you have your uh, sphere or your mace of light going. Still. Yeah. Light burn. Yep. There you are. I present to you a cart of gold. A heart of Was gold. This... Did both sides have the platforms that went down? Yes. Both sides do have platforms. Yep. <clears throat> okay. I want to look at the uh, platform and see how stable it is. Um, give me an investigation. Nineteen. Okay. Uh, it it for its age, it actually looks like it's in fairly good shape. Okay. Um, the gears aren't aren't as rusted. It looks like they were well oiled. Um, being that you were, I don't want to say raised by dwarves, but you've been around dwarves. It looks like a very well maintained piece of machinery in its time. Um, how is it like thickly covered in dust or debris, or does it look everything how... is covered in dust? <laughs> <laughs> okay, what I was getting at is does, does it look cleaner than it should for no, okay? Um, it does have a, a lever there that controls uh, an up and down movement, um, so. Um, do I have a rope? I really do have a rope, right? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. It was adventure stuff. I have a rope. Okay. Quentin. Bishop. Hold on to this rope. May what I ask why? Because I'm going to step onto that platform. Wouldn't it make more sense for me to step on it? I thought I already did. <laughs> oh, did he? I didn't I mean, know you I stepped was, on it. I, you were investigating. I was doing it. investigating it to see if it would hold. <laughs> wink, 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 wink. <laughs> okay, so if you were, you did step on it then, and it, it did hold oh, your okay. weight. Okay. 
it, it, oh. you know, it creaked <laughs> when you stepped <laughs> on it. Well, Bishop, if it can hold you, then it can hold all of us. But I still question how well it will be able to work. And if we're going to be able to return. I was going to suggest one of us might have to stay up here and control the lever. Is there a lever? Nope. On it? Or, okay. I'm, I'm going to send my mind over the edge, plunging down 300 feet, or if it is shorter than 300 feet, till I hit the bottom and uh, assess what is underneath this platform and like are there guide ropes or whatnot dangling from it, additional okay. platforms. Uh, when you send it down, about 100 feet down, you see just a small cavern that's been carved out, uh, and you can see the remains of a dwarf that was left behind. Depression. Is that it? I'm sorry, I missed it. Did the orb being able to go 300 feet make it to the bottom? It did not make it to the bottom. It did not make it to the bottom, okay. Well, if someone is should go down, it should be me, because I can at least tell you guys if it's safe or not through a sending spell. I, I think is it relatively quiet down here? Yeah, oh yeah. Outside of your own voices. Probably shout loud enough to carry one hundred feet in this well, cavern. You can cast the sending spell and then I rip off another fingernail and I pass it to you, Quentin, and I'm like, I can also do the sending spell once if you take this. I can I can talk to you. Why do you have those to be a you... fingernail? <laughs> uh, would you prefer a tooth? I can pull one of those out or a nose hair, whatever you prefer. Uh... You know, I'm sure glad that I just deal with this halberd here and I don't have to worry <laughs> about anything else because that sounds horrible. How but, many of those can you have at any one time? Uh, only one per day. But they persist past the day? No, they disintegrate overnight. And I reach in my pocket. It's not there. Fascinating. Wait, hold on a second. Did I miss something? Are you handing these people fingernails so you can talk to them? Yes, I'm handing this to Quentin because I agree with him that somebody should stay up here in case something goes wrong. And I would think that Marzal and I should stay while you, Quentin, and Bishop go down. And so now, no matter who goes first with what they see, we can communicate back and forth as a group. Straight and we can and we can validate if there's a lever at the bottom to come back up. Right. It's not a bad idea. I can also right. just see you guys with my orb and hear what you say. Well, I think I can hear far? what they say. I, I think the orb can do that. Yes, yeah, I'm pretty sure it hears. Um, pretty well, sure it I'll, hears. I'll take one of Justinian's uh, fingernails and I'll, I'll go down. They're a very strange power. <laughs> I'll go down with Oz. Okay. So. Split the party. Split the Bishop, party. are you staying with us up here or are you going down with them? I'm going down with Gwyn. Okay. Okay. Leave the paladin to guard the mage. 
He's he's got this. All right. Pull the lever, Marslin. Yeah, you're you're all loaded onto. Um, I do. There so, are the, like the most the, the people with the most weight. you step on and you know it like it swings back and forth slightly and then Gwenton gets on and it just kind of like rocks a bit but then when Bishop gets on it's just like it's the wood is is straining and it just you can feel it's definitely putting some pressure on the on the mechanism maybe Maybe one of us should stand back. You want to go down? I want to go down courtesy of this platform. Obvious they brought minerals back up on this platform. I think it would be fine. Fair enough. Pull the lever. May the gods be with you. Yeah. And I pull the lever. He's a religious man now. You hear that, Quentin? <laughs> I've converted another one. <laughs> Alright. You pull the lever and for you three on the platform, for a brief moment, it's like you're floating in the air as it just begins dropping rapidly. <laughs> you hear the, the mechanism, Marzen. <laughs> as too much lever, too much lever. <laughs> dropping down before finally some kind of breaking mechanism begins pulling on it and you you hear the rope just kind of straining under the pressure as um, the rest of you, you three on the on the platform give me a dexterity saving throw uh oh question yep how fast is this dropping <laughs> Literally. Oh. That's, that's true if faster, yeah. yeah, so you're just you're just floating <laughs> down as it's. I alluded to this yesterday when you and I were talking. You said yeah. dexterity saving throw, right? Yep. So I have advantage on deck. Yeah, I have advantage on decks against effects that you can see while not blinded, deafened, or incapacitated. Does this count? No, because because this isn't dodging out of the way of something. All right. This Flat is keeping roll. your this is keeping your footing. There we go. Fourteen. What was your was your seventeen, Bishop? Yep. Okay. All right. You guys, uh, you you land on the platform <laughs> as it continues to go down, and it just begins a steady um, travel down now. And Gwinton eventually connects back uh, just lightly toe tips down and sets down uh, onto the platform as it slowly sways back and forth. You're you're looking around the cavern walls and you you see even more glittering veins of gold and probably mithril um, inside and you kind of realize to yourself like this is probably the the newest mining area of this entire mine where they really really started to dig deep. Uh, About a hundred feet down the uh, the uh, cart, the whatever platform, platform. it uh, it just comes to a stop. <clears throat> um, right at about where the the cavern is. 
Uh, I'll cast Dancing Lights. Okay. Well, we have light already for me, but... <clears throat> yeah, you do and have light. I will send the balls of light down. All three of us can see in the dark. Yes, uh-huh. but, not to, but not as far as these balls can go. go How far can they go? You can still see the light, but they've gone their, their full distance. Do we Uh-oh. see... I'm going to step off, and do we see like another lever... Did you say you'll step you, off? What, what you see are um, a hollowed out cavern. It looks like uh, where they had got into a fresh vein. Uh, huge scars are present on the stone uh, where it looked like the, the dwarf worked feverishly to mine his way to safety after some kind of event. Uh, the remains of the dwarf lie there left behind. So it's a no on the switch or lever. <laughs> that is correct. Okay. Um, my mind is going to be following them as far as okay. I can. Yep. We can. Can we see his his mind thing? We, we know it, it lets off a light thing glow, right? It's off a like a ten foot glow. Yeah. It's intangible. So no, we can't see it. You would see the glow, but you wouldn't see the object. Yeah. Okay. I'm just gonna be like, well, Mars, it doesn't look like there's a lever down here. You hear Pretty nothing. Sure you... <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you can't talk through it. Um, you see the you see the light just slowly move up and down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> um, I'll say a prayer over the uh, the fallen dwarf. Well, Oz, Bishop, do we, should we go back up? Nothing much to do here. How far? You said it goes. It goes back, hundred at least a hundred feet. The cavern itself probably, it's rounded out. Probably goes in maybe twenty, thirty feet. Yeah. Oh, so it's just an empty cavern then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll step off. I'm going to step off and explore it. Okay. It's a okay. it's a mining cavern. You can see the veins of uh, gold and such there. Nothing of note here. Fair enough. Then I'll the platform. Gwenton hunches over the remains of the dwarf. Bishop, what are you doing during this? I'm still on the platform. Okay. So, as you just wait until Gwenton's done? Yeah. Okay. So, Gwenton, after a few minutes, said uh, the last rites to this, the remains of this uh, dwarf, and gets back on the platform. Can bring us back up, Marslin. Um, I am. They're all on the platform. Yeah. I'm going to uh, pull the lever in the opposite direction. Okay. The the wheels grind a bit, and 
you feel a platform jerk and sway before it starts retracting back up to the main surface. I'll just be peering over the edge, watching them come up. <laughs> and as it's pulling it up, I mean, it slips a few times, uh, kind of shaking the platform uh, before finally reaching the top. Oh, man, I just had a really bad thought about whispering, you should have prepared another ball and pushing Marslin, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> wait, wait, what? are we going to whisper? <laughs> <laughs> Why would you push me? <laughs> no, I'm saying just dark thought, man. Just a quick uh, dark thought. <laughs> Interesting thoughts. Don't, don't let the voices win. Right, exactly. Once we get back up there, we'll be like, well, it was just a tavern. Like they're starting to mine, so this one isn't going to get us anywhere. I imagine we didn't see any cinder bloom in the way up or down. No. So, do we want to shove all this gold into the bag of holding? I vote we touch one piece of gold and see if something tries to kill us or not. I'll touch the piece of gold. <laughs> okay, you touch a piece of gold. Nothing happens. So I'll pick it up and I'll throw it towards Whitney gently, like tossing it up in the air. Uh, roll a d20. Oh my gosh. Oh no. What have I done? Oh You're no. You're gonna kill Quentin! <laughs> the the gold explodes. Gold. There you go, five. You, you throw it toward Gwenton and it just, it goes right over his head and it hits the, the stone beside you and then off the edge into the cavern and just, you hear tch, tch, and then nothing. You never played catch as a small dwarf, did you? <laughs> I did not ever play catch. That was a terrible throw. I, I believe you were supposed to move towards the object that uh-huh. away. Well, huh. well, I'm going to be looking around for any signs of, like, creature movement. <laughs> no, there's not. If we want to try taking the gold, it looks safe enough for now. And I'll walk over to him and, like, start putting stuff in the bag. Okay. Um, yep. I need you oh, to okay. roll a D100, Gwenton, since you were the first one to go over there. Watch this be a low number. 31. Okay. You load uh, 31 chunks into your bag. Uh, just actually, so aware, I'm going to put it... Actually, 30 chunks, because one chunk got chucked over the side. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Shall we go check out the other side? How big are these barrels full of gunpowder? I mean, they're big. Like, can they find a bag of holding? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Okay. <laughs> sure, uh, Marzen. Uh, there's nothing else for us over here. Yeah. We don't have any tinder in there, do we? <laughs> or flint? <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> right. The bag of pieces are just... <laughs> All of you want to move to the other side? Yes, uh-huh. please. Yes, sir. Okay. I am not very fond of the amount of joking around such an explosive <laughs> application. It is quite serious. One has to wonder, Bishop, barrel of gunpowder goes off inside of the bag of holding. Does anyone know? Yes, the holder of the bag of holding. 
<laughs> DM, does uh, this side look as uh, in good repair as the last side did? Um, what was your passive perception? 14. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Well, do we want to do the same thing where I, maybe my myself go down on this one? Since if it drops, I won't have to worry about anything. I would at least like it if it was like you and Oz or you and I that went. There's two separate lifts here. There's the remains of a former lift and another lift. I do not think anyone should go anywhere alone down here. Right, I agree. That's why I said either Oz goes with Quentin or I go with Quentin. Will you be able to pull us back up? So, <clears throat> well, yeah, if we fashion all our ropes together, we could probably, <laughs> you know. I do think, Justinian, that you and I shouldn't go together because of the sending spell, right? Uh, well, Oz took my fingernail. That's right, he did Even take though I offered it to you, he just <laughs> snatched it. Snatched right. it. Right, yeah. I snatched it inside of my. Yeah. Stashed it inside of my. uh, Yeah. I don't know if we want Bishop to be the other person, like you and Bishop, so we test a weight it can hold. I am extremely heavy. <laughs> well, right, that's why I suggested maybe it be Quentin and Oz that go down this time. All right, fighter and healer together. Let's do it. Okay, let's go one or two at a time. Okay, Barzin, you gonna send your orb after us too? Uh, but of course I will. As you step forward toward the platform, and as you do, you hear <laughs> as the the platform twist and and shank. And it, you see it kind of buckle down, and then, like in a shower of splinters, it just explodes at the attachment point to the stone and goes crashing down into the ravine. Look at Quentin, woven maze. Hey, the other one hold up, hold up just fine. <laughs> I don't think we'll be going down on that one. There's no gold that we need from that one. Let's go. Well, Are it looks we like there's worried one about gold now. I'm not worried about gold now, but <laughs> only I'm if it's at the, the base of Cinderboom. You have to admit, Bishop, have you ever seen a minecart full of gold before? That was that was very intriguing. I mean, I wait. So is this so head to toe that we? got to move stuff or can we just climb over it you've oh bishop moved we moved yeah okay. yeah i moved it over the night before so you uh approached the the bridge over the ravine there's no guardrails it's uh it's wide enough for one person to to go down not can't go side by side or anything. Just Bishop, if you want to actually, uh, if you'd want to stand on my little 
disc of force. I should be able to mm, tow you along over this bridge. Okay. <laughs> that might be better than me trying to walk along with rickety boards. I'll uh, um, take a minute to cast my floating disc. Okay. While he's doing that, how wide is this? One person. No, no, I mean like gap. Oh. 30 feet. Uh... Sorry, the, the the black tool destroys part of it. I guess I could have used the tool to measure. Yeah, about 25 feet. Okay, uh, I believe I'm about... Is my rope 50 feet or 30 feet? Ah, oh, so you still have that... Uh, wait, where's my rope at? Oz, you still have that rope. I'll, I'll, uh, I'd see it real quick and I'll tie it around my waist and give the other to him. So I'm going to walk across first to see how well it holds. Fair enough. I will hold on. Okay. Okay, then I'll think. Oh, you paused it. I'll walk across. Yeah, for this stuff, pausing it. Okay. Oh, fair enough. Uh, As I'm walking, I'll like do a couple of jumps once in a while. Okay. Um, when you do that in the middle, you you feel it bow just a bit. Just okay. Um, and you hear like creaking and popping, and you know slight bits of splitting with with your bouncing that you're doing on there. But you do uh, make it across. Okay. I'll holler back to uh, be careful, especially around the middle when walking over. And then I'll untie the rope so uh, he can get it back. Okay. Gather up the rope and put it on the next person. All right, who's next? I will. I'll go. I'll go across next. Okay. You doing anything silly, or are you just crossing? Oh, I'm being very careful as I cross. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. okay. Um, Tap dancing. As, as you, you know, you're standing in the middle, and even with your dark vision, you, you kind of look down. And it's one of those don't look down situations, and it's just nothing. Just perk a little bit off the side. <laughs> <laughs> don't trap Ratatouille. You make a, you do make it across. I will go next. Okay. Hold on to the rope. Um, die. I'm gonna nod to Bishop. The disc is gonna say about it lags me about twenty feet, and as I I'm gonna go very slowly across, and as I'm going, I'm just muttering to myself, um, uh, pointing down at the boards and uh, casting mending over and over again. <laughs> okay. Okay. That That's great. Um, so, so you see Marslin, he's just slowly, almost old man shuffling across the, <laughs> the wood as he's looking down and he's just like, well, is that a vocal? It is. <laughs> okay, hold on. I've been doing this. 
How slow are you walking? I, I'm like tiptoeing quite slowly. Yeah. Um, do I mean to give you an actual number? No, we'll say you do have to take a break because you begin coughing fits and you can hear <laughs> the, the stuff you haven't mended begin straining oh, no. uh, and, and things underneath. But uh, overall, you old man shuffle across and, and mend what you can and you can you can see some of it come together. Um, some of the nails kind of drive in and, and the boards look almost new in some spots, but you do and you walk uh, a little farther because you need to drag. So yeah. Bishop's just Bishop. standing there with his hands crossed. <laughs> like, what's taking so long? Bishop, like, because of the angle of it, it's not a direct follow, so it's just kind of going out over the abyss. <laughs> this is very not safe. <laughs> Oz, you're, you're Lair? Alright, uh, I am going to that I will grab the the rope from uh, Marslin as he comes across that way I can hold on to Oz if Oz wants to tie himself off uh, I'm going to starlight step across yeah I'm going to say I know what Oz oh, is going to okay. do <laughs> Mr. Yo. Fancy Pants too good for his own rope this you, you was see... the safest way thank you you just see a, a burst of, of small stars go <laughs> as Oz disappears, and then another burst as he appears beside you. Oh, I thought it, I should have just thunderstepped across. <laughs> I don't think that's a very good idea at all. We might need to cross this again to go back, Marcellus. <laughs> there you see the um, slightly lit cavern leading deeper into the mines. Oh boy. Um, I'm going to dismiss the disc. Okay. All right. Proceeding further? Yes, yeah. sir. I start uh, walking excitedly because I see light at the end of the tunnel, literally. Remember, I have my mind's orb. Don't let it, let it get the head and alert anything that might be down here. Let it set off the traps. <laughs> it's incorporeal or whatever it can't set anything off yeah um okay don't you, you can... dm me dm <laughs> <laughs> you travel down and it goes further down and down eventually it begins to open up and you notice that the air is thick with the scent of sulfur and an oppressive heat that emanates from being closer towards the molten core of the cavern. As you step into an expansive chamber, the magnitude of the subterranean world unfolds before you. It opens up into a colossal space, its walls adorned with shimmering crystals that reflect, refract the glow of the rivers of lava that snake through the rocky terrain. The rivers of molten rock weave a serpentine path, casting an eerie pulsating light that dances across the cavern's walls, creating a surreal and otherworldly atmosphere. The heat is palpable, making the air shimmer and causing distant sounds to echo in a distorted symphony. In the midst of this molten landscape, peculiar creatures resembling large, baby-like beings roam about. 
Their skin is pale, allowing the fiery glow of the lava to reflect from its hue, giving them an ethereal and almost mystical appearance. These creatures move with an uncanny grace, their movements seemingly synchronized with the ebb and flow of the lava. The creatures emit soft, melodic hums that reverberate through the cavern, creating an oddly soothing ambiance despite the molten chaos around them. Their large, expressive eyes glow with an otherworldly intelligence, and their features, though reminiscent of infants, possess an ancient and enigmatic quality. As you observe these strange beings, it becomes apparent that they are intimately connected to the elemental forces of the cavern. They seem to draw energy from the molten rivers, and their movements are in harmony with the pulsating rhythm of the subterranean realm. The creatures lumber to you, observing you closely, though not speaking. One of them slurps the last of the flower petals into a toothy, permanent grin. As you peer around, you see flowers all over the cavern. Let me show you what you actually see here. Flowers? They finally found what we needed? Is that life? didn't set it to visible. I thought I fixed all these. The answer is no. No, you have not. You see nothing. You lose. Let me move you a little closer in here. You said there are little baby creatures there? Little little baby creatures feeding on the heat. Yeah, let me zoom in on one of these and you can see what they actually look like, eh? Those don't look like happy baby creatures. Oh, I hate it. I hate it so much. (laughs) They're adorable. (laughs) I love them. Why do they only have three toes? Uh Uh-huh. Look at at the hands. They Uh They need nail clippers. Oh my gosh, it's like a... Oh. I've been wanting to present these since campaign one. <laughs> you're messed up. <laughs> you, you, you have some unresolved issues you need to work through. <laughs> They're just staring at you. Do they it... seem to be agitated at all? No. But you did do say they, they were look, because we haven't gone for like the flowers yet. Fae? Do they look fey in the face? Like do they look like fey creatures? No. Nope. No. You did say they were eating the flowers though, right? Yep. I'm just gonna go ahead and say greetings in Sylvan anyways and see if they respond in Sylvan. They just kind of turn their head real slowly to the side. You see their the the lava uh, the light from the molten lava reflecting off their their eyes as they just slowly turn. You can kind of from this distance because they're getting they're closer to you. You almost see that they have like dark gray black irises that almost like twist and shift as they look at you. Can I pull some of like the like the hard tack kind of candy that would be in a ration out and offer it to them? Like very easy, gentle, open gesture, you know, candy in open palms to the one closest to me. 
Yeah. I would suggest being careful, as none of us have seen anything like this before. So, this one comes closer, and this one gets closer. As they just kind of slowly lumber over toward you, and you hold your hand out with this hard tack that you have from your rations and like I said, like whatever the sweet candy, you know what I mean? Or, yeah. or dried fruit, whatever. They take it and you can, you're getting a good look at these visibly sharp claws that are, that are extending from their pudgy fingers as uh, they kind of close around it, never breaking gaze with you. And, and I'll take scared. one piece that's like left in my hand and I'll. Mmm. And he just takes it and puts puts it into his mouth and you see it chewing and chewing. And then the next one moves up and has a hand out. Pull out another piece and offer it up. As it the the first one looks at the other one. Marcelin, help me out. You're the wizard here. Oh, okay. I'm going to take out my book uh, and use its ability to rapidly cast comprehend languages. Um, okay. Uh, okay. Does that allow you to know the type of language or just the words being spoken? You understand the literal meaning of any spoken language that you hear. Okay, so you know you still you... wouldn't know the language. Yeah, I don't know the language. Okay. Um. They uh, they get closer to you, and you see the two near you, Marslin. Their hands reach out, <laughs> and in their tongue. More. More sweets. More. Uh, hands are pushing into you. Justinian, uh, it appears they really like your treats. They want more. Oh, okay, and I'll just pull out more, like I said, whatever it is, whether it's uh, like sugar candies, hard sugar candies, or fruit leather. I will pass some to all four that I have not given any to yet. I would say you have enough for maybe one more. Uh, it's I'll just pull some out of my rationing. Okay. They, uh, this one pushes right past Justinian. Um, <laughs> <laughs> as, you, as you reach in and pull these out, and uh, I mean, Gwenton, their hands are like the size of your face, <laughs> you know, and they're just they're just kind oh, of taking, yeah, and they're you know they're taking the back of their their hand and they're just shoving it into you and then flipping their hand around as. And from the, the northwest side of the room, you see a, a few more. Oh, gosh. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Feeding the animals. And, and you can hear more, wink, more, sweet, Mar- more. Marfoot, ask them if we can have flowers. Why don't you guys take that over there, and then I'll go collect these flowers. 
I, I can't I talk don't the believe language. you are. But I can only understand it. Okay. Oh, sorry. As this yeah, occurs. Why don't, hold yeah, on. Why don't. Hold on. Oh, yeah. At the far side of the room, in a burst of searing flames and billowing smoke, a red skinned creature materializes before oh, you. Oh, no. Towering at nearly eight feet tall. Let me materialize that creature. Oh, no. Why? This is bad. Okay. Well he comes over now. More. More. <laughs> Towering at nearly eight feet tall, the creature cuts an imposing figure with its sinewy muscular frame. Its skin, a deep crimson hue, seems to radiate with an inner heat that gives off a faint flickering glow. Wisps of smoke curl and rise from its form, lending an ethereal quality to its presence. The creature's eyes burn like fiery orbs, their intense gaze revealing a combination of intelligence and a hint of disdain. A mane of flame dances above its head, framing sharp, angular features that convey a regal demeanor. Its long, curling horns, reminiscent of a ram's, curve gracefully, adding to the creature's majestic and otherworldly appearance. Draped in billowing, fiery robes that seem to be made of living flame, the creature moves with a liquid grace. Each step sends ripples of heat through the air, and the scent of smoldering embers lingers in its wake. Around its waist, a belt of molten lava glows with an intense radius, radiance, highlighting the intricate patterns and runes etched into the metal. So this creature, he just kind of slowly glides over to where you're at. Would we even let him get that close to us? I mean... That's your choice. Has oh, he made on. any signs to attack us? Uh, yeah, I'll come is he coming and then hold out a sweet? <laughs> is he coming aggressively? He just he all he did was move forward toward you. So okay. you tell yeah. me what you're doing. But in what what was his body language? Is he, is he like charging at us or is he walking and sauntering over? He did he, say disdain. So you, like, you don't you no. don't even see his legs moving. He just he just kind of glides forward. I don't like it. I don't either, but I'm, I'm not going to be the first one to cast the spell at this guy. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm, uh, I'll follow the party's lead, but I won't be the first one to start a combat. I'll, I'll hold out a piece of candy. <laughs> <laughs> His eyes focus down on Gwenton. The dwarves have not graced my chamber in some time. What brings you to my place of rest among my children? Is this in common? Yes. Well, the dwarves haven't been here in a very long time as they were all slaughtered above. But we have come here seeking Cinderbloom to help with a cure. You seek to steal the food from my children? We only need a little bit to make a cure and we can grow it, that would help us as well. We don't want to steal anything, but we need it to help save the island's lives, including our own. Others have come before you with offers such as these. What brings you all here? I hear the story of the dwarf, but an elf of a dolken why are you all here together? 
the world above is in turmoil. There is a plague that threatens life on the Isles. And Cinderbloom appears to be a component that will cure those people from our people from being destroyed. I seek to bring back a balance to nature that hasn't been seen since the days of Ferrandis, and I believe that this cure will help lead me on that quest. I hope to inform the Academy of the cure to this disease that has caused such peril in the land, and to fill out their shells with the information needed to ensure that this does not happen again. The sounds of noble deeds getting mixed with your own selfish desires. He holds up. Wanting to live, being selfish, then. Us, us. He he holds up a hand, and the children who've been, like, nudging you for more um, just begin backing away. I did not mean to feed your children without your permission. I didn't even realize they were children. Something tells me you came for more than that. For your hearts beat to me now as you speak. I possess many things that mortals find of value to their nature. He kind of turns and sets toward you and he's not wielding the sword like the image, but like (laughs) he faces you and you can see his eyes piercing toward all of you. I am the fire that burns inside of you, the rage that tempers steel. I am Ifritar, guardian of the elemental flame. Those who came before you seeking glory and riches found themselves turned to ash at my touch. You seek the flower that feeds my children that I imbue to grow here. Yet I think you seek more. Am I wrong? To be honest, we didn't even know you were down here. We pretty much do just want the flower. Just the flower, really. He holds his hand up and you see a a, a tear rip into the air beside him. He reaches inside. I have many things. I have this. You see him holding up um, this dark purple mauve crown built from stone. It has ten 
10 points on the top, like uh, stalks set with gemstones resembling the eye stalks of a beholder. And he moves it to the side and it floats there in the air. He reaches in again and he pulls out a carpet that's uh, that's been rolled up and he sets it in the air. As he pulls out a cloak, sets it in front of him. It's dark and looks like it has ingrained webbing inside of it. And then he reaches in and you see him pull a small deck of cards and sets that in front of him. They all float in front of him. Are you saying your desires reach no further? These are just a portion of my collection. As I stated before, we did not even know you were down here. We came for the flowers. Your collection is your own. The only other thing that I could think of that you might have is a piece to the sword and I pull the hilt out and I hold it out in front of him and I go, but it's not for me. It's to reforge for Ferrandis's champion. Ah, the birchwood blade broken and you seek to reforge it. But at what cost? I don't want to cost anybody anything. I just want to get the sword restored and bring power back to nature, balance back to nature, and find Ferrandis' champion so that I can give this sword to them and they can do what's right with it. You see him turn and smile. All of you feel as if time stops for a moment. Muscles unable to move. Held in place. And I need everyone except for Justinian right now to mute me. Oh, boy. Um. Give me a thumbs up when you've done that. Bishop. Okay. All right. Your nature is unnatural. You desire this. He reaches inside and he pulls a small piece of a broken blade out. Why stop here, child? He reaches back in. You still with me, Justinian? Just making sure you didn't... Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm on pins and needles right now. He pulls out these um, ornately carved bracers. Um, 
You can see intricate designs on them. The power you can have, but just for a favor. I have no problem with your group taking a fair share of the cinder bloom. But why would you not want more? Gifts. And all I ask is that in the future you redeem a favor for me. Is that too much to ask? Are you asking for a favor for the piece of the blade? Or are you asking for a favor for that impressive item that you just pulled out? One favor? You can have the piece of the blade, and you can have the bracers if you like, or one of these others. Any motions to the uh, the four items uh, in front of him? Or if you seek gold or gems, two things, one favor. You are in the benefit of this arrangement. Well, I can't say no to you, but all I want is the blade. I don't want anything else. I gave someone my word that I would reforge the blade, and I intend to honor that even if it costs me personally. But I don't need anything else. The deal is the same. It's your choice. A favor for an item. In your case, why not take two? Because I'm not in this for personal gain. You see the piece of the blade that he has fade from existence as you feel uh, your pack get slightly heavier as the blade appears in the pack and your muscles turn and uh, seize and everything goes quiet. So go ahead and mute, and I will summon the next. Okay, so you need me to mute then? Yes, please. Okay. Yes. Okay. His eyes turn toward you. Surely, the dwarf that you are, you desire more than the cinder bloom. I have things. You're free to have the cinder bloom, a necessary amount, but not, why not take more? He, he looks at you and as he does, he, you see him reach into this, this Porsche, this magical area, and he pulls out uh, a scepter with this intricately carved ornate head. You can see lightning arcing down it, and he reaches in again and pulls out uh, a tiny cauldron. Um, You can see scenes of heroes emblazoned on the sign. These things protect your friends. These or these others in front of me, you could have them 
all but just for a favor in the future. Not even now. What say you, dwarf? Do we have his name? Ifritar. Uh, Ifritar. Ifritar. Right now, the only thing I need to save my friends, plus others' lives, are the center bloom. You're making a great offer, for sure. Those things, they help protect everyone in the future. I would love them. But right now, all I need is a center bloom. You can have both. Take them both with you. The problem comes into is I don't know much about you, so I don't know what kind of favor you'd want from me. Nor are you. We have to trust each other. Right now, I will choose to trust in my God and just take the Cinder Bloom. And you see Ifritar makes a kind of a disappointed look as your muscles seize back and the sound exits them. Hey, muting. Okay. <clears throat> you see his eyes turn toward you and with that you can hear again. He reaches inside um, and you see he pulls out these two books kind of stacked together as well as uh, an intricately carved uh, staff. I sense your nature, machined one, but there's so much more to you. For inside of you is life, a wellspring of life, no different from the others here. But a deal could be made. I could make you stronger, better, able to protect those you could not protect in your past. All but for a favor. I have lived a long life. I have seen what people have asked for. I have seen what power has done to people. I am currently just trying to save life up there. And by doing so, only need the cinder bloom. You can have the Cinder Bloom, but for a small favor, not now, in the future, you could protect all those people. It's an easy choice. There is nothing easy about it. I have seen life, and I have seen death. I have saved life and I have caused death. I know what I am. I know what I was. The balance must never shift too far in any direction. 
Well, I am disappointed, but I understand. I am sorry that you are disappointed. One such as you, I would naturally assume, gets what they want. And I mean no disrespect. None taken. And you feel your joints begin to seize up again as your auditory area, you can't hear anything and everything grows dark again. As you mute. You feel your muscles free up a bit and you can look around and as you do, you catch gaze with this creature as he looks down at you. Yes. From the stars. So strong. But I feel you want more. I can help you there. You can have the Cinderbloom you seek. Within reason, but why not have more? You see him reach into the uh, portal and he pulls out this beautiful elven spear. Um, You can hear it like humming from that far away. Um, This is one of the nicest things you've ever seen uh, spear wise. Uh, and he, he sets it in front of him and then he pulls out uh, a small dark blade carved with skulls. You could have one, two of these, any of these items. And he waves a hand in front of the four initial items that uh, still float in front of him. Or gold. Or gems, all but for a favor in the future. Favor? Say, just what a favor. favor. What is the favor? It's just to fulfill a need I might have in the future. I don't get out much, and having someone on the outside helps me. It wouldn't need to be fulfilled now. It could be much, much later, into your elder years. Yes, but what is it that you would require from me? There are certain things that I would not be disposed to perform. I don't even know you. Maybe you want me to go kill small children. That's not something that I would be very apt to do, and I would hate to go back on my promise. We must trust each other. I would not ask for such a dark deed. And one might come down and slay me before the task is even completed, and then you get out on the better end. Well, I would 
fear the being that came down here and slew you are quite the imposing being. So what say you, Elf? A spear to protect your friends? A blade? Maybe this deck of many things? Many benefits for them all? Two things for one favor, a great deal. But what about the cinder bloom? Feel free to take what you need. As long as you leave enough for my children, we will grow more. That's fair. Yes. Yes, I will do your favor. As long as you don't have me kill anybody. It is done. What would you like from my collection? Spear has caught my eye. And what else? What is a deck of many things? I'm rather curious about it. Oh, sure. That. You see the items fade from existence, and you feel the weight of them as the cards appear in your pack and the spear uh, appears at your side. And then you feel your muscles seize again and you are stopped. You no longer can hear. (laughs) I can no longer hear. (laughs) Okay. Mute. Yes. Your muscles are freed, and again you hear the bubbling of the magma as the creature turns its gaze toward you. Now the Vidalcan, far from home. You've come for my cinder bloom. I can find ways to part with that. That's not a problem. But, I feel like you might desire more. He reaches into the rift, and he pulls out uh, around a six-inch crystal ball and sets it afloat in front of him, along with the three other items that are floating out in front of him. And then he reaches in again and pulls out these intricately carved uh, bracers, I can offer you one of these, two of these. I say two for all but one favor in the future. What say you, Vidalkin? Why do you initially come to us saying that you question our desires and why should we get the Cinderbloom and now you are offering gifts? I don't get the opportunity to leave this area often. All I need from just once is a favor. And in payment for that, 
I share my collection with you. What is the favor that you are asking? Right now, I don't even have one. It could be next week. It could be next year or ten years from now. And what is the scale of the favor that you might ask? At this point, I don't even know. Sometimes you have to learn to trust each other. And... Allow new friendships to be built. I do believe trust is something that is meant to be earned, and, um, us the Dalkin, we don't... Well, we are not known for giving it out on first meeting somebody. We're often accused of being cold and heartless, but it's... It just takes us time to warm up to people. I don't know that I've seen enough of you yet to say that I have that trust. It is your choice. The cinder bloom can be yours all the same. But think of what knowledge and power these things could bring you to help May I ask? May I ask, did you make a similar offer to my friends? They've all had discussions. And would you reveal the outcome of these discussions? How could I do that and keep their trust? Yours would be equally a secret. Very good. Well, out of curiosity, what are these items that you just laid out in front of me? This ball allows you to see very far away. Maybe check in on a loved one, or a hated one. And these bracers give your magical capabilities extended benefits. More damage? Quicker use? What kind of benefit? More uses. This carpet could allow you all to fly. This crown reeked with power. You may have two, all but for one favor. This is very tempting, but given that you can't reveal to me even the degree of effort this favor might uh, take to complete, and also that I have just met you, I don't think I can accept these gifts. There is, there is more to uh, one's honor than accepting, albeit very nice, but accepting gifts, especially at the bottom of a cave. I'm assuming this is a one-time offer. It is. No, I think I will have to pass this time. It truly is just the cinder bloom that I am after. So be it. Let me get everybody back in. 
Yeah, I should be back. All right, I should be back. I'm back. Patient? Back. Okay. So it is done. Take what you need of the cinder bloom, but do not starve my children. Is that clear? Crystal. We will do as much as possible without affecting you or your brood. He nods at all of you. My brother Ishtar, guardian of water, calls to me. Leave this place and never return. And with that, he takes a few steps away. And you see he fades into just a cloud of black smoke and embers. I fall to the floor and reach into the bag, into into my backpack. And I reach in there and I uh, see if what I think's in there is actually in there. Oh yeah, it is. And I just break down and start crying uncontrollably. And it's just a sheer look of panic and sadness on my face. What is happening, Justinian? Are you okay? I'm going to go over to him and, like, kneel down. Okay. I don't know how many more promises I can make. And I hold out the piece of the sword that I've just gotten. Did you... What was the guy's name? Ivatar? Um, I got Ifritar. Ifritar. I'll put it into the chat. Oh, there was an F in there? Yes. Yep, I kept thinking it was Ifrit, but Ifrit's a fire spirit. Yeah. Biddle oh, got Biddle it. got it right. Yeah. I was very close to a Final Fantasy um, thing, so... The first time I made a promise because of this sword, I wound up looking like this. And now I owe a favor to a fire demon in a cave in the middle of nowhere, surrounded by death and lava. If Ritar procured this for you. He offered me two items in exchange for a favor, and I told him that I only needed one. I did not take that choice. Nor did I. I was worried of the strings that might be attached. I just didn't feel like I I had a choice. I I gave my word to someone that I failed to protect in life. I I said that I would protect the sword and to find the pieces of it with his dying breath. I I gave him my word and now I'm so far away from home and 
I, I found another piece, but the cost. Well, we can talk about it more later. Let's get the cinder bloom and get out of here. Quentin, how much did we need to collect for the uh, guy back in Governor's? Or not in Governor's? Uh, I was gonna ask you the same thing. Is I th I think it was ten stocks. Is that correct? Yeah, I, I don't think it was that much. I don't think it was that much. I thought it was nine, but I think it was nine too offhand. Okay, I thought I'm it was looking, five. I'm looking back and forth between them. I'm like, what are you talking about? Oh, uh, for it was the alchemist in Candor's keep. Um, we made a deal to get him a couple of cinder bloom to not be paying more than we had for those water, water walking water I breathing think, I think you're right I think it was five because it was like one per water yeah that's how I remembered it yeah we took that's five. how I remember it too that's fine yep. okay so uh, I'm gonna walk over here and I'm gonna try to collect a total of five ten like fifteen okay because four to heal us one for the king Five to get to him, and then some to try to grow at the academy so that and so can, or the vaccine can be made. I would say you could collect up to thirty without affecting the food source of ah, thirty. The... Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's we're gonna try to collect some like roots and all. Yeah. All right, I, I'm gonna help Quentin try to collect some roots and all. Man, I was trying to be super stingy and like not be a dick. Right. There, there, there's Thank a, you, DM. There's a lot here. Um, there. I, I know. I just. We, yeah. We don't, okay. We don't want to come back down here. Yeah. <laughs> and and yeah, well, you would know that it's extremely rare. Eventually. So. <laughs> okay. So we'll collect thirty. Um. And try to collect like the dirt and stuff it grows in to Okay. Transplant in the magical pots. We don't have words the okay. uh the the creatures are like following you around and you feel them like pawing and digging in trying to dig into your backpack and uh marzen you, you keep hearing sweets sweets um does anybody have any more of those sweets they, they they're giving us that look. It's making me feel a little uneasy. <laughs> and they're and they're all around you while you're pulling these flowers. They're like, and they're they're all just kind of like, like a big dog leaning in on you. I'm gonna take one of the flowers and like hand it to them. Like, do you want this? And they they, they push it to the side. And you just hear sweets. I do not eat, so I do not have rations. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I might have a couple and I'll pull in my bag and uh, dig out a couple sweets to hand to them and as they paw at Bishop it's like nails on a chalkboard as the claws just kind of go down uh. the side of the metal just <laughs> it's echoing in the cavern sweet do not do that. that that's a little ear piercing you 
You said you threw the sweets that you had down? Yeah. They, a couple of them run over there and pile over at them and start eating them. Once I, once Justine and I have all 30 collected up, I'm like, well, we need to get back. Uh, Oz, you'll need to reach out to your uncle, see if he can meet us here soon with the ship. I can do that once we get to topside. Wasn't there something we needed to do back Governor's death? There is something we need to do. But we'll take care of that when we get out of here first. We also need piece. to drop off our cart and camel before they charge us for it. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, the, if the camels are still alive up there. Right. It has been like two days. Yeah. Uh, Let me point you to uh, campaign one, where we just left horses and carts all around the aisle. Yeah, yeah, but this time we actually signed for them and <laughs> had to give them family members' names. Yeah, did we give them Justinian's family members' names? I thought we did Jade Fire. Oh no, we did do Jade. <laughs> yep. Okay, uh, I'm going to start heading back the way we came. Okay. I'm waiting for a response from someone, and then I'll, um... Okay. Not me. Good. Nope. Ah, crap! Alright. I am... Okay. What well, when I'm yeah. Alright, what what why there's so much pressure. I'm just gonna say it now while we're all being quiet, like what an evil ass DM to like make me make a deal to get a piece of that sword. No, no, that's par for the course. You yeah, think this is gonna give you stuff? <laughs> This is for this. Uh, you, yeah. This is something that's happened over and over again. <laughs> Wait till you see what you passed up on. <laughs> oh, I have a good feeling I know what I passed up on. I've been a DM before. <laughs> like, when he offered it to Marslin, I was like, oh, please, Marslin, take it. Take it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, okay. What's happening? <laughs> Hold on, I've got to process how I want to do this. Um, Oz, give me a, a, a sleight of hand check. What is happening? Oh. And give me a second. Yep. <laughs> I 
<laughs> Everyone sees everything. Uh-huh. Is that a two? It is a two. Oh. Okay. Um, so as you all are walking back uh, up, you see Oz like pull out this sphere, this spear that he has, and he just chucks it over into the lava. Okay. I was, why did you just do that? Wait a minute. Was this was the magical one that we got from? No, this is a new Smyrna? one. No, I, it was the old one. Oh, that's what I said. It was the old one. That's why I'm like the old one. I'm going to. Oh, I just saw one. that one. I just saw what you said. Uh, Never mind. Uh, spoiler. Uh, I'd like the jury to strike that from the record. Is he not throwing it? <laughs> He threw. He did throw a spear right into the right into the lava. Okay, but can I reach out with mage hand and try to pull it out? It just immediately catches on fire and starts burning. I mean, it's a spear, but yeah. Us. Wait, spear or halberd? Spear. I don't remember any spears for him. Only halberds. Why did you just throw that into the lava? Did you think we weren't going to notice you chucking a stick into the lava? Uh, monster. (laughs) I... I look over the lava. I don't need it anymore. (laughs) There's a process called selling. Was it weighing you down terribly? It would have been. would have been very convenient. Seeing as I have another pointed one that's on my back right now. It has a slight glow. Did did you just acquire this other one? Maybe. So I am assuming you took the deal as well. Well, it's a little obvious. I mean, he did... He offered me a this right here, and I couldn't exactly hide it. Well, certainly not now. No. What? You're just such an unbelievable asshole. Like, just just you also took the right all the time. What? Huh? I'm sorry, Justinian. Have I upset you? I mean. Which I just, is, I don't understand, like... It's the proper course of action tears. I mean, because I could do that as well. Do, do you understand that we just made a deal with something and we don't know what the favor is? Oh, and, and by the way, just like 10 days ago, you told your uncle that you're going to go on your flying ship with him for the rest of your life. Is there no consequence to your life? You're awfully nosy for a paladin. I kind of feel the same way. You made a deal with your uncle that includes our deaths. Uh Uh-huh. Without our knowledge. And it seems that three of us here 
decided not to make a deal with a powerful entity that we did not know. Yet, you did, and are casually acting like it was no big deal. Well, okay. I like it. I, I But how are you going to fulfill your contract to your uncle and to this fire demon that we just made a deal with? Well, I'm... What he calls on his favor, then I will my uncle that I must fulfill my end of the bargain. It's very simple, Justinian. I asked the deity and ensured that I would not be killing anyone innocent or any small children, so it should be fine. And you're just taking his word for it. Well, yes. You were just complaining about wanting to die not a week ago. Mm -hmm. <sighs> Do you not see the confliction here? No, not at all. Because if I die, then I don't have to fulfill that favor. <clears throat> we need to have when, when a we serious discussion before your uncle comes and gets us. Oz, when we first met, I, I looked up to you and I I really thought like your bravado might have something to it. But now I, I I don't know what to think of you. You 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 make deals that involve your friends' lives, like you you make deals with deities. Justinian, I do not need any lectures from you. I made that deal to save your bloody life. And I made that deal with them because I wanted this bloody spear. So you lay off. But you made the deal putting my life on the line. And I did. Oz's I life. did. I, you know what? I made that deal so that you could live. Congratulations. I'm. I, you know what? You're welcome, Justinian. But you also put everybody's lives on the line. Yeah, if we fail. You guess what? If we fail, we still die. Which leaves me the last to pay your debt. Hmm. Your situation is something that I cannot wrap my head around. For that, I apologize. But the rest of us were dying, and that was the best course of action. We would probably be in our deathbed right now if it weren't for me taking that action. I think the problem here is you're not realizing the consequences to the choices you have been making. We're alive, Bishop. For now. Yes, for now. Hmm. 
the only one who's going to pay for any of these actions is me. I'm the one who has to go back to my uncle. I'm the one who has to go fulfill this favor back to whatever that fire creature's name is. Ifritar, sure, yes. And I'm the one who has to pay for it. None of you. You all reap the benefits of me giving myself to my uncle. No one asked you to do that. We We have tried to discuss with you a way around that. We also don't know for sure that whatever this Ifritar asks of you won't won't somehow trickle down to us. There's a lot that I don't know about, Oslin, but I still have to make choices. And that choice saved our lives. Maybe if you picked up a book or two, there would be less that you didn't know. I'm just going to stare at him. <laughs> he just dropped the microphone. <laughs> well, I'm sorry if my choices have upset you, but you won't have to worry about them for much longer. Now, will you? We'll go topside, we'll summon my uncle, we'll fulfill our duty, and then you'll be done with my poor choice making. And better yet, you'll be alive. Is so there... If you don't mind, I'd like to continue out of this giant hole. Is there any way that we could get your uncle down into that cave? Why would you have to go down in this cave? Oh, shit! Marslin! That is a great effing idea. That might be your best idea since I joined you guys. Hey, I'm full of great ideas. No, you are, but that's fantastic. Someone like a Frost just can't resist the urge to strike a deal. Now we're thinking. But we were told not to come back. Yes, but Colton Frost was not told not to come back. And presenting him with, you know, what I got given and what Oz got given, he might be interested. A pretty stick. <laughs> he made a deal for a pretty stick. It glows. Very nice stick that glows. It's too. I'm just trying to think of the possibilities of... Uh, leveraging the things that Colton can't resist to help ease our predicament. It, it is a good thought. Bishop, Quentin, we are walking, by the way, as we're having this conversation, right? I assume so, yeah. I mean, we wouldn't have made it very far since you guys were talking, and, uh, he didn't recast Spencer's floating disc or whatever it was to get Bishop across. You're muted. Yeah, we can't hear you. You're not to that point yet. You're just walking right now. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, Gwenton Bishop, what do you think about sending Colton down here? I have no opinions because sending him down here means two, three, four, five days before we can fly out. 
Because his career is not going to go without him. This is true. It could potentially be done in the future. I'm just thinking out loud. Yeah. Are you and I'm sorry, but the benefactor who is flying our plague-ridden rear ends around all of these aisles, you want to lure him into a cave. Well, once we have, uh, hopefully, assuming this cure does work, uh, we we won't be as time-pressed and in need of uh, this crazy attention drawing flying ship. Ah, well, good. Once we once we go back, summon my uncle, fly back to the governor's dead, fly back to Candor's Keep, develop up a cure for the plague. You can have that conversation with him and say, "Why don't you go journey into Tanisembra? There's something really neat for you to see." Us, have you uh, pondered into the future and what you're going to do after we secure this cure? Um, yes, I am. I am doomed to go back to my uncle. We have. To, have I already belabored this point enough? I think well, what Marslin's trying to get at Oz is I don't think there's a single person in this group that wants to see you go. And unlike yourself, the rest of us haven't given up on that inevitability. Have you ever thought that maybe this big shiny metal guy standing right here or that little dwarf that you like to poke fun at so much haven't been spinning their wheels trying to figure out how to get you out of this situation? There's nothing that you can do. I have asked and made and given my word and he has fulfilled his end of the bargain so far. Let's think in uh, irrational terms. It, it, I can only do it so much, but uh, presumably Colton is not immortal, correct? We are elves. We live for a very long time. Yes, but not immortal. Not immortal. Okay, then, presuming you outlive Colton, whether naturally or unnaturally, uh, you would be free from him, no? I will be. Well, there we go. That is the most radical solution to your predicament. I don't understand. Are you saying that? Oh, do I have I'll to spell be, it out for you, Oz? I'll be, I'll be free once he's dead. Then I'm, you know, how long do Alistair Elves live? Like a couple thousand years? It is not uh, something I have ever delved in, but I have roamed some of the more. Uh, decrepit streets uh, of the city. Uh, you can hire people that will shorten one's lifetime. I'm sorry, but who's the nefarious person now making court decisions? No, no, no. He's talking to the rest of the group about decisions which affect the rest of the group. You, I'm simply saying, Oz, you just said that there is no way that you can escape this binding contract you've made, but I've just presented one drastic, albeit, but possible option. Murder is rather drastic, I would agree, Mazen. This coming from the person that wanted to kill everything when I first met him. 
I can name on my three fingers, maybe, <laughs> what you didn't want to kill. Need some more fingers. Marson, I appreciate your sentiment, but I do not see that as a viable solution. Have you ever told us why you? Is it is it specifically you, or is it the power that you wield? Might be. I mean, yeah, why you? Well, he obviously thinks that I'm very powerful, and he wants me uh, at his side. I mean, but I fought your brother, and your brother is presumably better than you at fighting. I mean... Also, I've, I've come across many, uh, well, come across other fighters that uh, don't have quite as short of a temper. So why you? If, if he's got your brother and your brother is that good, why you? That's a question you should ask him. I gave him my reason because I am very strong and very powerful. And he wants me to be along his quest, apparently. And he wants to continue the trade. And I do not wish to do so. I do not have any choice in this matter. Because I wish to live. Very well. I guess I will just ask Colton when he gets here. It's a good idea. Oz, you are more stubborn than of a dolphin being asked to put their book down so that they can come eat dessert. I don't understand why I'm being stubborn. This is very simple. We are going to die. I made a pact and, and, and gave my word that I would put myself back into servitude so that we could live. There is nothing more complicated than that, Marcelin. I don't know. I guess if that's what you want. No, it's not what I want, but it's the only choice in front of us. I am Do very... I want to go under servitude? No, no, I did not journey for years after after running away from my uncle just to save and be like, oh man, he really wasn't that bad of a guy. Let me go back to the type of training that I went through. I would like to go to servitude. I do not wish to be free. No, that was not my choice. But your but, but it was more your choice to me than my freedom, so I made a choice. And no, I did not consult all of you because I was the one who had to make the choice, not all of you. You simply just have to live. This logic does not compute with me. I, I'm having a terrible time following this. Let me just. Uh, I need to play that back in my head a couple times. I was on the deck when you and your brother spoke. I heard the conversation that your brother wanted you to be the leader. Are you telling me that you couldn't get 
the rest of the Frost Reavers. To attack Colton. My brother wants to be a leader and was happy to be quick. But that's not he what only, he said. He only sought me because he was instructed to by our uncle. I'm not mistaken here, right? His brother did say that he wanted him to be the captain and he didn't want, it wasn't his place to step up. I did hear that on the deck, right? Well, you, it wasn't his place to step up, but he was happy to take it. I DM, can you intercede here? And you can't hear you. Yeah, uh, I'd have to go look. That was okay. quite a ways back. Yeah, it, so my understanding is that uh, Oz stepped away Grizz stepped up and was happy to be in charge. Oh, I could be I could be mistaken. Maybe I missed that in there. And you're a lot more attentive I, about I it than I am. So I, but yeah. <clears throat> I don't want to be a leader of the frost beams. I don't want to finish up my training at the frost I do not yes. care for it at the beginning. I do not care for it now. But you know that what Colton is doing is wrong. And if you could get the fellow Frost Reavers on board for a mutiny, wouldn't that take care of at least that end of it? Yes. If they would mutiny, then I would be free from my bargain, and then I'll feel my forehead again. I don't know the consequences of this act and what all the rules are, but it is my work. It is just another option. I'm sure Colton could not take all of us on. Probably not. But I still have the power to say no if he asks me to do something. But I... That would go against what I believe. Bishop, I'm not a robot. I'm not like the other Frost Reavers. He asked me to go and do something that frankly think is right, and I want to do it. Who knows? Maybe I'll have another chance to get away from him. Or maybe he will die of an unfortunate accident by some strange hired henchman that of unknown origin. But you know, that, so for right now, I've given my word, and I will keep my word because 
keeping my word means that you all live. After that, we'll figure it out. You're still oh, my we... friends. I'm not. Absolutely. Okay. Well, once we fulfill our bargain, figure out what we're going to do from there. Maybe we will separate for a period of time. I don't know. I just know that for right now, our life is on the lines. I'm not feeling particularly well. Are you? Moslin? Quentin? Justinian? <laughs> mm -hmm. So, our immediate concern is being free of this plane. All we are saying is don't give up hope and keep your eyes and ears open for opportunity. Yes. Just don't want you all to die because I sought an opportunity to be free of the weekend. Well, you understand? We certainly aren't going to live if we don't get out of this cave. This is a this passage is much longer going back out than I was going in. <laughs> We've just been going in circles. <laughs> you didn't talk on the way down. <laughs> you did say it was a long way down. I did. Every transition <laughs> was a long travel down. <laughs> just walked in silence for six hours. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all could have said something. Who farted? So does uh, jumping real back, uh, real quick back. Does the hilt and the piece of the blade that I have does it look like the bottom part of the blade where it would hook into the hilt? How much once? time? How much time have you spent looking at it? That would be the thing. Uh, probably the whole ten minutes that Marslin and Oz have still been going at it while I've been quiet. Okay, yeah, it looks like they meld together. Okay. And I'll stick the blade back in my backpack and just keep walking with the hilt and start feeling a little bit of relief coming over me, like at least I did find a piece of the blade. It's it's real, it's happening. Okay. Even if I now have to do some shady shit for a fire demon. <laughs> Yeah, how bad could it be? Right? I mean, some people have done some deeds for his brother, so... Um, Stop, you <laughs> bastard. <laughs> Give me your choke on the purple pants. So, you... Uh, you ascend back up and you have returned back to the bridge to cross. Same as before, everyone. Yeah, this time I'll step a little bit more lively, though. The boards look much better crossing this time for some reason. That is really strange. Usually when you cross them, they get worse. Mazen, this looks like you're doing. I saw you fiddling around. While you were moving, uh, they're in a state of ruin. I couldn't just walk over this without attempting to make it slightly safer. Bishop, would you like me to cast my disc again? 
If you don't mind, I am still uncertain on the structural integrity of these boards. Okay, just give me a second. Marslin sits down. It'll be 10 minutes. Okay. So so you um, all are going to follow the same methodology, so we'll go ahead and have you across here. I'll burn another up. charge of uh, whatever it is. The uh, Starlight Step. Ooh. Okay. You going to continue walking up? Yes, let's go. Okay. I, I don't think at this point, like, we're going to stop for anything, right? Like, except for the the last funeral rites that uh, Bishop and Gwenton didn't get to do. Yeah, that's what like, I was going to ask. If... I was going to say, each transition was, like, what, one, two hours between? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so it's so going like... to take us, like, eight hours to get back to the top of this thing. Right, not including like the four bodies that you and, and Gwenton said that you were gonna right. do last rites on when we went back up. So, um, it's been several hours at this point because like you started the morning, you traveled down. Yeah. That was a, co- a couple hours. You ha- you did the stuff there, and then you're heading back up. So it probably it's probably been six hours at least that has gone by. Probably, well, actually, probably eight now because you're in the next level. Uh, as we get closer to Athens' uh, work study again, mm-hmm. um, you're there, <laughs> Marslin. Yes, I know how you feel about information. Do you have but pictures? If this is Athians or one of Athians locations the information here he could want to come back to and get I would I, say that we destroy no, no. it I, I thought you were going to say that how much time can we spare to dig through this and determine if there's anything that might be Irreversible, unrecoverable. Uh, as long as it, you need to go through. I just don't want him to have resources now that he is back. <sighs> I see your logic. It pains me greatly. I'll, I will, I will help you go through it, Marslin, and try to help you decipher what is a mass-produced text versus what should be kept. Thank you. Bishop, could you help as well? I can. Oz, it (coughs) looks like there's a comfortable seat over there. Rune? (laughs) No. I was told not to get near that room, so I did not go near No, I'm not not saying the room. I understand time is of an essence, but knowing that he is back in the world, this is important. Yes, we should, at the very least, take a catalog of the books that are here. Uh, I think it is unlikely we will be able to capture all of the knowledge, but if we know at least 
what was being worked on that could prove to be helpful? So spend some time doing that. Okay. Do you need us to roll anything for that or? No. Um, so four days later, when Marzen's done going through books. <laughs> <laughs> We've all died. <laughs> I'd like to sit around and stare at my spear for a bit to get more acclimated to it. Okay. Become a tune. All right. You stare at your spear in the corner by yourself. Um, <laughs> Precious. Precious. <laughs> Agreed to dark things for you. It, I have to ask, is there anything else you would like to do, Oz? No. <laughs> no, not right now. Not right now? Okay. No. Um, it's it's going to take you several hours to get through. I mean, these are there's a lot of books there. And it's more than just reading the bindings on the books. Um, I would say there's a lot of these books that are related to, um, in this case, um, demonic portals, summoning the nine hells. A lot of information on the nine hells. Um, a lot of information on the planes of existence including the astral plane that that's kind of what you're looking at here uh less research notes more informational okay um i'll prioritize uh anything that does seem to be research um and generally taking note of the like the um disciplines of study that he was looking at if it if it seems like there's anything in here books that like i might think would exist at the academy that seem to be like a text that would just exist um spend less time on anything that looks to be more uh um uh, bespoke i will spend more time on most of this seems more informational probably that he was using this information to kind of um meld together spells and different things into the, the shadow spark book that you already picked up. So it was more, okay. it's more research level. I would say there probably is a section at the Academy that has these books in some capacity. Um, okay. That, that would be probably the extent of it. Okay. Um, Sorry. I didn't want to waste anybody's time. Nope. You're fine. In that case, I will, note down i won't spend much time on actually the contents of the book i'll note down what the books were um if there aren't like many leftover journals or notes on the desk even no okay um then i won't spend a ton of time actually i'm not trying to read these texts i'm no, trying to no. find yeah but just getting through all of them is going to take several hours so i would say at minimum you're going to spend four hours with both of you going through them Okay. You mean all three of us? All three of you. Whoever's all going through the books. Okay. Well, while we're doing that, I'm going to bring up uh, Gwinton. Any theories on what we've discovered about 
the gods going missing. You have said you have spoken to two silver. And obviously, Justinian has spoken to another deity. We already know that Marslin's friend had a theory on how they disappeared, or someone might be making them seem gone. That could be plausible. Last time I talked to Truce over, it seemed either like she was in a war, the gods were in a fight, or something else drastic was going on. But So maybe they haven't left. They've just been occupied. I would think that. Uh, I feel like if the gods would have left, I wouldn't have any powers right now. I wouldn't have a connection with her. So maybe something's blocking the the astral plane from the material plane? What, what my friend seemed to indicate is that the, the communication seems to be blocked. I, I, I don't know... I don't know. Would I know much about how God communication happens? I'd say it wouldn't be your focus of studies. Not as much as, yeah. say, Gwenton. Yeah. I know the one time I went to talk to her, uh, the signal was being messed with was when we're in old Smyrna inside that room with the orbs in it or the energy seemed to be going wild. But I have talked to her one since then and it didn't Last time I talked to her, it didn't come through like that, right? I, I could make out not, what she was not saying. The, not the last time, but I think it ended abruptly. Okay. That last time I talked to her, it wasn't like that, but she did just stop talking abruptly on me. That seems consistent with what I've been told. I... Well, maybe they don't know about the suffering of their followers. Well, I'm sure True Silver knows about at least some of the plague. I just find it odd that all of this is taking place at the same time. And then, according to the king here Athian was also working with someone else we did not know it's totally possible everything is planned where he's somehow cutting off communication with the gods spreading this disease uh, that who knows what else there could be something else going on too I am starting to feel that the plague might have been a distraction. Distraction. Yes, that that is isn't that what they had said earlier. It probably it, is. Right? 
Yes, whoever this Sirik is, it seems to be they... Uh, they are behind a lot of this, and the Shadow Sparks are working with Sirik, so it might behoove us to find out more who this is and what their motives might be. Did you identify what that active circle is the last time we were here, Marslin? Along the did narcotic damage or necrotic damage? No, that that was, was around the staff. That was the staff. Yeah, that was yeah. the one oh. around the staff. But there's that green one. I believe we didn't mess with at all. I think we just like identified it as like confirmed it is magical. I don't think we actually identified anything further no. from it. You got it mixed up. The south one was necrotic. You never identified the type on the north one. Okay, because the on my screen the green oh, yeah, one, right. one that's still moving and swirling. It is. The north it's still there. It was never dispelled. <laughs> well, he dispelled one of them. The it's the staff. Staff. one of the staff. Okay, yeah. right. Okay, so uh, can I cast identify on the on the southern circle? It's necrotic magic. If you want to cast that on it, it's. Uh, it's just necrotic magic. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't suggest stepping in there, Justinian. No, uh, no, not at all. <clears throat> well, I suggest this is as good a point as any to rest and then continue on. Would you have the ability, uh, Marslin, to get rid of that spell before we rest for the night? I can certainly try to dispel it like I did the magic around the stuff. I'll walk over to it and uh, I'll, I'll cast Dispel Magic. Alright. Roll a d20 and add your spellcasting modifier. You can do it. Sick. Six. Nothing happens. Well, let me actually also roll my... Uh, yeah. 46. All right. 46. Assuming that's good? Oh, you're good. Yeah. No. This appears you're to good, be, just not good enough. This appears to be the magic above my level. Are we done here? Give me a second. I think, yeah, I think Bishop wanted to rest here for the night. What do we have any sense of what time of day it would be? Um, none of you have that feet, right? I don't. No, but like, so we woke up and then it was two hours down, and then you said it was like eight hours back up till this point, so that's ten, and then we just spent three or four in here, so that's yeah, it's, been, it's been a while, yeah. We're probably pretty tired, yeah. Oh. I would say Bishop was right on the money with it's probably time to crash. Did I do that math right, DM? Does that sound about right? 14 to Sounds 16? Sounds great. Right. <laughs> He's making that up. <laughs> no, it's it's yeah, it's been it's been a bit. I'm I'm just I'm dealing with something right now, but yeah, it sounded fine from what I what I heard. 
give, just give me one. Yeah, it's it's a good time to camp. Um, Just, just, yeah, just give me a second. Still dealing with something. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> oh no! Okay. Okay. Oz is in the corner. Um, with his. Oh, no. And you all see a, a, a flash of light. And standing in the room with you oh, is no. um, like an like an elven knight. He's he's clad in armor. He has a sword at its his side. Um, he's got like the long blonde hair and light blue eyes. And you see him immediate stand to attention and salute Oz at your service, sir. <laughs> Excuse me. At my what? Sir, here to serve. What may I do to assist? Oz, what is going on? I don't know. This elf just appeared in front of me. Did you summon this elf? No. I didn't summon this elf. How could I summon an elf? Have you ever known me to summon an elf? I... I haven't known you to do many things that you've done, and but you've done them and they've surprised me. Well, I do not have the ability to summon elves. Well, it clearly seems to be addressing you. Do, do... Well, apparently we have an owl. Maybe it came from this little portal down here that I was sitting next to. Maybe I should have stepped in it. Oslin? Wait, which portal? Not the necrotic one. The one at the south. I don't know if it's oh, it came out of the the it south came portal. Out of the necrotic portal? No, it it just appeared. Oh, okay. It could have came from the necrotic portal. I don't know. I'd be very concerned if it came from the necrotic rune. Oh. Well. Um, my dear uh, elven friend. Um, yes, sir. Well, you are uh, free to, to stay here. We are uh, uh, stand watch. We'll stand watch. We're going to rest. Why don't you stand watch? 
right by your side, sir. What is your name? You haven't given me one yet, sir. Excuse me. What? <laughs> uh, you uh, sir, you didn't summon this us. I don't know how to summon elves. I am an elf. It's like summoning your brother. I can't summon my brother. Is this like a fully grown, fully yes. full set? Uh, I'm going to walk over to the elf and inspect it for a second. Mm-hmm. And after a second of looking at this elf, I'm going to reach out and touch it and see if it's real. He, he just kind of pushes forward as you shove him. So should I protect you against this denizen who tries to harm you? Well, I <laughs> suppose if he pushes you again, then you should at least you know, stand your ground. But he, uh, he, spins, so he spins around and he pulls his sword out. Watch your movement. I start twirling my hands. There's a little bit of flame. Oz, what is happening? <laughs> I, I don't know what is happening, but he is clearly in our service. I don't think that you should do whatever you're about to do. Oz, can I see the item that you traded for? Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know what you're referring to. Justinian? Oz, did you only accept the the spear, or did you accept another thing as well? I accepted an oath to this Ifritar. If you want yes. me, sir, I can, I'll run him through. No, there's please. no need to run what? him through. No, he's a friend. Please stand, please stand down. Uh, Oz, no. did you ex- the items? Did you, I got did... my eye on you. I, I think I could handle you. Oz, do you... <laughs> did you accept just the spear? Or did you accept another item? I may have accepted another item. What was this other item? Just a deck of playing cards. Ah, uh, just a deck of... Hey, God appears in front of you. Oh my God, I hate you so much! God appears in front of you. They are not just giving you a deck of playing cards. <laughs> just a just a deck of playing cards. They yeah, do too. To remove one of the cards from the deck of playing cards. I'm gonna try and pull another card. See, let me show. Oz, you. Oz, wait! No, don't do that. Okay. Is anyone stopping him? I have no idea what the fuck's going on, so... Okay. Alright, you're pulling oh, another out one. Of the room. Oh, God. I, honestly, DM, if, I think if you read it, I don't think I can. There might be a cool deck. No, there's not. Oh. Oh. Well, you burned through one. the whole deck. You, you declared yeah. it. Okay. So this is what it's like playing with me and Phasmophobia. Uh, you did catch I'm walking out of the room, right? Like... Yeah, that's fine. Alright. Okay. Give me a sec for this one. Um, Nothing happened. (laughs) Well, hold on. That's not entirely true. I'll need a second. Uh, You guys can conversate about this as he pulls up a card and shows you. uh, And it has the symbol of a key on it. So, nameless elf. Oz, 
Why did you just pull another card out of this deck? Because it's just a deck of playing cards. It is not... There is a elf that did not previously exist that is now standing here. And if now he wants to would've... serve me. So it is, it is fine. It is, what could go wrong? Oh, if um, I had half a mind right now, I would erase him from this earth for he could he didn't do harm anything. Any... He's just here to serve. How often do creatures appear in your presence out of thin air? Well, I am standing next to a rune, and I really think that this thing from the rune already. Didn't we have a conversation about thinking before <laughs> doing? Yes. Yeah, but that was exactly eight hours why ago. This is it odd. Should, this is exactly why this elf came from the room. Thinking. Alone, and not with the help of the other four people that you're currently deep in a cave with. As he, yes. as he pulled that, that card out, just out of thin air, ah. you see some sparkling magic, and this this whip just forms and drops right in front of him. Look at what's coming from this portal. We should stay in here longer. I have no words for you. Should I give you the large object and let you just roll it around the room? Us. Willy nilly. <laughs> I don't think we know about the large object, do we? Yes, because we've dropped it twice, (laughs) and things have happened. Wait, who is? You're in possession of that. I'm in possession of that. (laughs) I forgot. I love that. You rolled it to me. Yeah, and then then I dropped it. (laughs) The the B team strikes again. Okay, right. Well. can I can I can I ask just to look at the deck of cards real quick? Sir, you've you've summoned a whip to help us. Well done. I didn't summon anything, nameless You elf. should be proud, sir. Can, can I just take a look? I want to see what the cards say on them. You can take a look from right over there, Marcin, because you will not lay a hand on... Uh, this was given to me, and your oath was not on this item. My oath was on this item. I'm simply asking to see it. I will give it right back. I don't believe you. Nameless Elf, if he doesn't give this back... You have uh, my permission to attack him. Yes, sir. And he settles down and puts his hand on the hilt of his blade. My name is Nameless Elf. elf. (laughs) And I will take your hand. He's not like... He's he's, he's not weak. Don't name him. Yes, don't name him. Are you handing me the deck of cards or no? Yes, I handed you the deck of cards. Okay, I'm, I'm going to look at the exterior of the cards. Is there any inscription or markings or anything on them? No, it looks like a normal deck of cards, but it's uh, they're set in a, like an ivory. Three cards short. <laughs> Shall we play 52 card pickup? Shoo! <laughs> um... Oz, I'll give this back to you. Thank you. Uh, what, hey, not so quick. Elf, stand down, and I'll hold out my hand. I will give this back to you on the condition that you warn us before pulling 
a card out. Now that doesn't mean you have to give permission for me to draw a card. You just want me to warn you. As long as I can be at least two buildings away by the time the card leaves the deck, yes. I don't need to give you permission. That is perfectly fine. Yes, that will warn all of you. I will be able to one better. I will warn everybody. Not as you are pulling it. Before you pull before, it. Before. before you pull it. Then immediately curious. You should have seen the first set of cards. And I'll hand the, the deck of cards back. Are you shuffling okay. cards? Yeah, I have a deck that relates to this. Yep. Oh, of course you do. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, they have a whole table for this, so please don't look at the table. Yeah. I, I like I started reading it, and then he was like, "Hey, let's keep it a surprise." So, so I do, I don't know anything other than the first one. He did the same with the Dohecadedron. He's like, it says what it all does, but don't look. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, name What's this the Dodecahedron? <laughs> Show him! <laughs> Dohecadedron of Doom is what it's it was hilarious. called. Was it, didn't it shock Bishop when you picked it up or something? I think he rolled it to me, and then it set off an electrical charge, which, yeah. as I picked it up, which is why I dropped it. And set off another thing. <laughs> set off another thing. Is that the only two times it's been rolled? Yes. Mm -hmm. Could I give it a try sometime? <laughs> I don't know if Bishop's bringing it back out, ever. Uh -huh. Okay, fair enough. I just... I'd ask. No. Nameless Elf. Sir. Uh, you need a name. I thought my name was Nameless Elf. No, it is not Nameless Elf. I will think of the name while we rest. You stand watch, please. Yes, sir. Well, mm. I'm ready for rest. To rest? How about all of you? Yeah. I conjure up my hut. It couldn't hurt. I'll spend some time making the tiny hut appear. Okay. You summon the hut. Where do I go, sir? Stand, just stand watch. You need to rest just like the rest of us, but you can stand first. I'll take first watch. Well, my name isn't Nameless Elf. Not Nameless Elf. I will think of a name. Good night. Sleep well, sir. You may right. call me Oz. And this is Quentin, Justinian, Bishop, and Moss. Nice to meet you, nameless elf. And he puts his hand out. 
Is he wearing like Smyrna guard armor? <laughs> no, it's just the most uh-huh. nondescript, uh-huh. like generic, generic, like armor. Yet, like the, the tabard is just straight white. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's got a big O on it <laughs> for Oz. <laughs> big O, little Z. <laughs> yep, <laughs> a little Z on the inside. <laughs> all right, you all hunker down into rest and sleep peacefully in the quiet of the depths of the mine as yet another day passes and you look for your way out to finally get the cure made and that is where we'll end episode 50 the last session of 2023 dang and we'll see everyone else in 2024. Just name him Pop-Tart. <laughs> um, oh, man. What have I done? What have I done? Can't wait to torture you with that NPC for the next 50 sessions. Uh, actually, if uh, Oz is flying away on a magic ship in like two or three sessions, we'll never see that elf again. <laughs> True. <laughs> the DM gave me a choice of several items. And I was like, well, I don't need that. I've already got that. Whatever that deck is. Yeah, that sounds good. I've, I've, I've never read it. didn't know anything about it. I was like, okay, that sounds fun. And Ifritar named it the deck of many things. So I know at least what its name is. So. Yep. Sure I have to add, in. those were illusionist bracers, weren't they? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Player wanted them. Character would not have taken them, though. Like, player wants them, but character could not have taken them. Yep. 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 There was some good stuff there. No one yep. died yet. And, Oz, we'll need to discuss some of the other things there. Um, so we need to discuss things but uh thank you all for coming out um i think i've lost 30 pounds sitting in this sweater for the last um (laughs) three hours uh if you know me is killing me yeah these glasses over the other glasses the 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 headphones are killing me over the top of the santa hat so um those that know me i i don't wear long sleeve shirts let alone sweaters so i'm dying um Thank you all for coming out. We really appreciate you stopping by. We really appreciate um, our listeners and uh, th- those who come out and, and get engaged with the community, get into Discord and chat with us. Uh, I know, like Panda, like, he always comes by every morning uh, and and says good morning. We we even like that stuff. So uh, it's been a great year. We we've uh, we've seen a lot of growth, and we appreciate that. We hope everybody enjoys what they're seeing. Uh, and there's a lot of great things coming in 2024. Big stuff being Midland Mall Comic Con. Uh, come by the table and you can experience this for yourself. Though I will not give you a deck of many things <laughs> in a one shot. Though there may be a one shot where there's just this deck of cards and we just draw and that's your one shot until something 
something stupid happens. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Panda. Appreciate it. Um, I know, I know Tone is a fan of some of those classic, uh, classic things like that. There's actually new decks. Uh, there's like the deck of many, many things and deck of it there. Cause there was like a whole book that came out. So there's some new ones that I, I need to check out and see what they're all about. Um, but, um, I tell you what, over the next two weeks that we're off. Okay. I will give us until the end of next week and I will look for submissions of names. Okay. And yes. then we will vote on those submissions of names, okay, in the Discord chat. Okay, yeah, and I'll we'll, start that. I'll start that going. Get the, get that started, uh, and we'll take those. We'll we'll do that in the D and D channel, and then uh, we'll we'll pin it, and then yeah, yep. we'll we'll vote and have the community vote on the name uh, for sure. So stop by and do if, that. And I know if, if you put if you put in profanity, I will ignore it. Yes, we're not <laughs> we're not going to do that. Um, yep. I know Tone, fanboy Tone, is sad because um, there was a magic carpet there that nobody nobody grabbed as well, um, and he's a big fan of magic carpets. So, <clears throat> magic carpet one of the most broken items in the game, though. It is. It is. There were a lot of broken items that he offered. Yes, um, a lot. Yeah, but um, how bad were the? Uh, is the promise that have been made though that you'll have to tune in next year to find out <laughs> we hope but that everyone <laughs> we hope that everyone has a great christmas holiday great new year's please stay safe um if you're going to be celebrating don't be driving um because we want to see you in the dungeon next year and we're going to take you over to somebody else as we always do but until next time We'll see you in the dungeon. You all take care. The end is upon us, I promise you. Novices don't want no problem with me. So watch how you talking and where you've been walking. They call me the BBEG. I'm more than a little OP. I do what I want, stuff. That's a mantra. Keep them running and gunning like Contra. I'm a monster. The end is upon us, I promise you now, this is the one, no problem with me. So watch how you talking and where you been walking, they call me the PBEG. I'm more than a little OP, I do what I want, still, yeah, that's a mantra. I keep them running and gunning like Contra, y'all, I'm a monster. Turn it up. What you know about the final boss? I got him trying to buy time with the sign of the cross. I redefine high crime and the meaning of loss. I'm off hip, but I body like I'm playing lacrosse. B to the B to the EG, I'm keeping them queasy. I make it seem easy, acknowledge me, I've been demolishing your cities. I'm astonishingly sleazy. I'm the big bad, y'all must be the cast, I'm killing the master, villain the blast, a disaster, really a rap bastard, within the rap fast for the masses, I ravage all races and classes, savage, I can't stop myself, thinking of all the ways I can top myself, on God I can move like a